One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Hey, Paula. Hi PJ, how are you? Good. Now you had a child who was in the early intervention class. I did. Her name is Lucy and she's now in the in the ASD right. means are in the ASD school. Yeah. How part was of it, it to get her into the system in the first place? It was pretty hard to be honest. She was diagnosed at two with ASD and the following year she would have been entitled to go to preschool. So like her sister, she who is seven, Lucy is six she wouldn't have been able to go into the mainstream preschool, you know, with 20 other children. Even with an Ames worker, it would have just been too much for her. Mm-hmm. So we did find it very difficult in our local area to find any early intervention preschool. There was nothing around. In the end, it was actually my friend who was a teacher who told me that Dripsy were opening up an early intervention preschool mm-hmm. that September. So we met Bernard and Fanula, the teacher, in the May. And we, thank God, she got accepted in. Yeah, and she got a, she got a taxi place as well. And how did that feel to finally find something, even if she was going off in a taxi to to Dripsy? It was brilliant. You know, it was it was great that you knew that some school was going to accept your little girl in. You know that she was going to be a part of a preschool with five other kids in her class, and that she would hopefully make some friends and and learn and be out all day and be busy. Um. And it was hard to send her off in a taxi, but I ha- I had been a, an SNA myself for 20 years and I have been an escort too, bringing kids to school in taxis. So I knew that she would be fine, but she was still only three. Like my sister was nearly crying when I told her, she said, how are we going to send a three-year-old out on a bus? You know, she's in the bus over an hour every morning. But Noran is the escort and Seamus is the driver. And I couldn't ask for any kinder. They're just so good. Mm. They're like... An aunt and uncle to her, and they're great people. They let me know if you know she's having a bad morning, or but mostly she doesn't. She just she loves going to school. And how so how, did, look, how did she do then? How did she progress? Well, she's had two years there, and obviously the pandemic has interrupted a lot of that too. She's come on great. I mean, the school have been amazing. Um, they've been so good to her. They're so kind, and I know that she's well looked after, and they're doing her best with her. I hate this word non-verbal, but unfortunately Lucy is non-verbal. She'll say mama and Peppa at a push. She's obsessed with Peppa. <laughs> um, but she does have a talker. Thanks to her, um, we got an iPad last summer and thanks to her speech and language therapist, Katrina, who I worked with myself. She's from Next Steps. She's on Facebook, Next Steps, Speech and Language. 
and she's been amazing. Good. So now Lucy can tell us all the food she wants, Good. how she's feeling. Um, Good. she know like she has a very a busy week, so she knows what's happening every day. Good. Good. And um, you know, maybe those maybe those words will come. Do you know? Maybe those words. Yeah, will come. and maybe they will. Yeah, yeah. she's a we were, fun we were told loving. One time, we were told one time that words mightn't come, and now I can't shut the the devil up. Do you know what I mean? So. Well, <laughs> that would be amazing because she's constantly talking on her, on her talker, pressing all the buttons Good. of everything that she wants. Good. So that would be great. I mean, there's a mound of paperwork, isn't there, Paula? There is. There's an awful amount, and there's so many things you have to send off for for even the domiciliary allowance. You know, and I suppose a lot of it is negative stuff that you're putting down as well yeah. about your child, you know, and, you know, you have a little two-year-old who is your who is your baby and it's, you know, she just doesn't have autism. She's your child. She's your baby. So you're trying to, you know, it's, you're trying to get all these things done. There is a lot of forms and, you know, you know that people are doing their best, but there has been no services really, you know. Yes. Everything we have done ourselves. Yes. Um, she has an amazing girl who comes every Wednesday, takes her for three hours, Alicia McCarthy. Oh, yeah. She brings her swimming. She brings her to the shopping centres. She helped me toilet train her. She was toilet trained at exactly three. And four months later, she didn't have any pull-ups at night time. She still has the very odd accent, but she's, you know, she's flying as regards that. She goes to soccer every Monday. Fantastic. It's Greenwood, our local. Um, now, she doesn't really exactly play the soccer. Mm. She goes with her sister and she might lie down on the ground right. and look like she's sunbathing. Yeah. But she's there with everybody else and they're all so accepting of her. Yeah. Before the news, I was talking to Paula. Now, Paula's daughter uh, was in the early intervention class. She was there uh, at the age of three and has now moved on to the ASD unit. And we're chatting to Paula about the benefits of that early intervention for her little girl, but also about the general difficulty of getting into the special educational needs system. Because I think a lot of people don't really appreciate how tough it is to get a child into the system. Uh, it's, it's, it is a, uh, and we were talking to Paula before the news. A mammoth amount of paperwork, Paula. Uh, deadlines, forms, different things have to be sent to different places. And you don't even have a, you don't even have a place for your child at that stage. Hello again. Hi, PJ. Yeah, look, there's always forms. There's, there's so much forms for... For all different things when it comes to autism or any child with, you know, additional needs. If Lucy hadn't got her place in Dripsy early preschool, early intervention preschool, she would have been entitled to 20 hours home tuition, which would have been someone coming into the home and, um, you know, into your house three or four hours a day. If they're supposed to stay inside the house. She wouldn't be. She wouldn't have had any other kids with her. Where she's gone out on the bus, she's socialising. Mm. The five other kids are on the bus with her. She gets to school. They have their their run around. They have their circle time. Their bit of work. Mm. You know, they're dancing and their bit of singing. So she, if she didn't have early intervention, if she wasn't out in that preschool, she would be stuck at home in a room with somebody, which would who would be trying their best, I know, but she wouldn't have been able to avail of all the fun and the socialisation that she gets out in Dripsy. Yes, yes, you have. You can't put a price on that. And then when you put all the paperwork together and you go to find a school, does anybody help you with that or are you on your own? I rung lots of schools in our local area to see is anybody opening up an early intervention preschool unit. There, there, there is none. 
Um, I know they might leave it up to the AIMS workers, which I know obviously they do a great job too. But as I said, if you put a child with needs, and Lucy has a lot of needs, into a school of, with 20 other, other children, you know, and the AIMS worker is supposed to do their best with, with this child, where she's in a, in a, in a early intervention preschool with with five other kids like that's that's a you know obviously a very big difference yeah. it's it's not fair on the child it's not fair on the other children you know in the class either obviously if your child is able to go and you know and is is fit for names worker that's brilliant mm-hmm. but there's there is lots of preschools closing down in general at the moment yes there's not enough early intervention preschools being opened I am. I'm not up on all that, but I don't know why they can't help the the the, the mainstream schools yeah. open up more. You know, and people lot, have enough stresses schools, in life. A lot of schools would take on these classes. It's not that they don't want to; they just can't. Yeah, I don't know. Is it probably too many regulations? Also, I do think that when they do ask these primary schools to open them up, that they should give the teachers training as well. You know, maybe the year before pay for them to go off to courses just so that they're all up on it, you know, give them as much help as they need. Why make it difficult to open one up when we have so many children with so many needs? Yeah. You know, it's not fair. Yeah, and an ordinary preschool, like for Lucy or any other child like her, an ordinary preschool just, just won't cut it. No, Lucy's a very active child. She likes to move a lot. Um, she, you know, she needs a lot of sensory breaks, which she gets out in Dripsy. Yeah. And they know her well, you know, and they're mad about her. But in a in a so-called mainstream preschool, you know, you mightn't have the air enough area outside. She needs that scope. Um, you know, if, if she's having a moment, it mightn't be, you know, the best for 19 other children looking on her. Yes. Um, she just needs, she needs a lot of help. And she, she does get it out there and they get her and they understand her. Yes. Like... There's so many. I I know a few people now who, who who need to put their child into early intervention, and they have nowhere to go. They you know. So I mean, if if Dripsy could open one up, it would be amazing. Well, this and other schools, if they just helped, you know, if they helped the schools to open them up. Well, when he left Dripsy, Bernard was of the impression that he had the arrangements in place for another early intervention. And and now he finds that that's all been changed, and and that's unfortunate. And it certainly seems to be there's a there's a move away from early intervention. And as as a mum of a little girl who has benefited greatly from early intervention, your thoughts on moving away from it? What would you I think? don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why they they think that moving away from it is going to help. Like the, the people who make these decisions. Do they have children with needs themselves? Do they have relations, you know, with children with extra needs? Yeah. Do they realise what they're doing and the, the pressure that they're putting on families? You know, people have pressures in life in general. You know, everybody goes through stuff in life. And then when you have a child on top of that with needs and you're, all these obstacles are put up against you, you know, where are you to go and what are you supposed to do? And lots of people don't want to be coming on fighting and, and giving out because that's not their way you know and it's just not good enough yeah. I, I, I find and I've spoken to countless people over the years people you know who, who never wanted to share their issues in a public forum never ever even thought about it and they're doing it because if they don't nothing will happen 
Yeah, and it's it's thanks to those people who speak up. I wouldn't be the best at that. I wouldn't. People who know me know that I wouldn't like even now talking on the radio. I have to pretend that I'm talking to you as a friend. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, well, may I say you've done an exceptional it, job. Thank you. You were a wonderful. It's those people. A wonderful advocate for your little girl. A wonderful advocate. Thank you, PJ. Well, it's those people who do speak up. It's for all the people that are, are coming down the line in the next couple of years, who and you know who will have kids with needs. And if the if people don't speak up, it's thanks to those who have that will make things better. Like, yeah. I don't know why Bernard can't open up his early intervention preschool. I don't. I don't know why other schools can't. And if schools are willing to do it, yeah. you know, and 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 be accepting, isn't it great that they that they want to do it? Yes. You know, yes, yes, that's it. And to especially be. in local areas that they won't have to put children on buses. Yeah. You know, although I'm very grateful for for my transport, as I said, mm. Noran and Seamus on the bus are amazing, and I couldn't ask for any better. But she is on the bus a long time. But I'm glad she's on a bus with people who get her and who are mad about her and have a bit of fun with her. But it's 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 also very sad in 2022. Paula, that she has to go on a bus instead of like any other child of her age to go to her local school where the same things exactly. should be provided as a matter as a matter of course, a matter of right. I wish you well with her, Paula, and you're doing a great job. You're a wonderful advocate for your little girl, a really wonderful advocate, and don't be a bit nervous about speaking out because you do it really well. Courts 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.